What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fundamental Podcast. And if you're new here, we're basically talking about experiences, stories of student athletes. I'm your co-host, Chang. And I'm your co-host, Chloe. Thank you so much for joining us for an episode of the Fundamental Podcast. And today we have a very special guest for you. So, Arsha, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Arsha. I go to WPR with Chloe. Yeah. And I'm from Germany, so yes all right well thank you so much to our audience for um, tuning in today I'm really I'm really thrilled that I actually have a guest sitting next to me it's um, typically not like that we're very happy that Asha is here I'm originally from Jamaica and we're very excited to hear her um, stories and experiences so do you just want to kind of introduce yourself and um, maybe give a little bit of athletic background okay so we said I'm from Jamaica. I went to school there and everything. So for sports, in terms of that, I played a sport called netball from grade three to about grade nine. And then I played volleyball from like grade eight to like grade 10 or grade 11-ish. That's pretty much my sport background. If I were to pick like a sport that I was like really committed to, I'd probably say netball. I was playing it since I was like a little kid. And it was one of my favorite things to do, honestly. That's really cool. Do you just want to, like, describe netball? I feel like I've never really heard of it. Okay. Like, netball is, like, the closest sport I could probably describe it to is, like, basketball. But you don't really move with the ball. You just pass it from from teammate to teammate. And the aim is, like, put the ball in the net. And, yeah, the main difference from basketball, I'd say, is, like, no moving. But, yeah. That's really interesting. Okay, well, um, our theme today is very special, and I think it's very um, relevant to any of our fellow college athletes. I myself am um, in a D3 NCAA program for swimming, as I am a swimmer from the United States, and my um, lovely co-host is out in California. Um, Remind me, are you picking up um, any like club sports or anything, um, just give audience a little update. Yeah, for sure. So like currently I'm not really doing any club sports, so to say, but like I'm definitely just like doing recreational as much as I got time, but like currently it's in the school year, so time is hard to come by. So that hopefully during breaks, I can like jump back to playing golf, playing basketball, things like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I definitely want to emphasize that to our audience. It's, definitely hard to come by um time that is so um I know Ashley you probably can agree yeah. um so yeah our, our theme without further ado is sports as an outlet for self-care and wellness and I think um this is really important especially for um someone that has transitioned into collegiate athletics and really trying to find an outlet for um just the day-to-day life and busyness and often like the overwhelming stress of just being a student. So it's nice to be able to tap into my identity as an athlete and really um, just enjoy my sport when I get to have the opportunity to participate in it and also know that um, ultimately wherever the sport, um, your sport may take you, um, 
it's yours. And we want to make sure that we're trying to provide our audience, you, um, with the best possible um, advice and recommendations for really um, celebrating your experience and journey in your sport. So um, we're going to first just open up with how we normally practice self-care and wellness, because I think that's important to establish and just kind of how we define that. So Asha, like, I'm just curious, what are the ways that you personally just do like self-care wellness or like, how do you kind of escape from like school, all that? Well, I really think what works for me is like scheduling my time out. I, I don't know, it works best when I like know, okay, at this time I'm going to do this for myself and stuff like that. And just schedule time, especially like away from work and school because like it can get like a lot. So I always try to just find little time spaces just to do stuff for me. And whether it's like reading a book, watching a movie, or just like doing nothing, like that's like pretty much what I like to do. Yeah. That's really that's really interesting. And I think that a lot of people can probably identify with that and especially the the doing nothing I think that's really important sometimes is to just like stop and recognize that it's okay to you know not um not constantly be moving and constantly be um going at it when maybe you don't feel like there's a whole lot of progress going on Chang what are some outlets that you might currently be practicing or like something that you've always done for yourself in terms of wellness yeah for sure so like most of the time for in terms of wellness it just for me just playing sports in general since like not really like a that college athlete um, sports definitely one way to like just really stress and the second of all i would just do um other things things other than just studying such as i like, just watching videos watching movies things like that yeah yeah, and I'm I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that, you know, if we have our um, college student athletes listening here, I think a lot of them can just identify with the fact that, that, you know, there's a lot of sitting time, there's a lot of lectures, and um, sometimes it can feel like you don't really get to move around a lot or you don't have as much time to really plan out the schedule, but I think that um, it's absolutely important, as Asha said, to like really plan out times for yourself really commit to like knowing what works best for you and you know like you said for some people it's just getting out to the court or the field um, and just spending time with a sport and it doesn't necessarily have to be rigorous or intense but just allowing yourself to have that space um, and kind of remind yourself like of you know some some that you might have for your like athletic abilities or even just if it's with um, other teammates as well or other friends. It's important to just kind of spend some time with them in that way. So, you know, I, I think we've gotten, we've gotten out of the way that like wellness and self-care can be seen as maybe not doing a whole lot, but it also can be doing something that is potentially more rigorous or potentially more intense or just like completely letting go by like tapping into our athletic identity. So I think one question that will really broaden our conversation is first, do you think self-care and practicing wellness has a place in practicing sports? I want to ask Asha first. 
I really do think it's a balance, and sometimes sports can be like a lot and draining sometimes and it's really important I feel like to have that balance where you still have a love for your sport and love for what you're doing even though it does kind of get a bit rigorous sometimes and I feel like it also contributes like having that routine in your life so you can stay like kind of focused and I don't know it's just I definitely do think that there's like a place in there yeah I think I think that's really important and you know just to be able to have that um, sense where like you you feel really connected um, with like your mind and your body and you know being able to just recognize like this is this is what I like to do this is what makes me happy and so I think that just you know even though it might feel like my environment is different if you're away at um, a college a new college or maybe you're even a student that has transferred into a different high school or you know starting a new school or starting a brand new team and it might feel weird it might feel different um, especially transitioning from a club atmosphere to a collegiate atmosphere I myself know that transition well now and um, just reminding yourself that like the sport is yours and that it's going to continue and follow you where wherever you go so um, ultimately, if you did think that sports were an outlet for you in terms of you're practicing that wellness and self-care, it can still be a way for you to um, find that happiness and find that um, stress relieving experience as well. And um, Chang, I'm not sure if you've kind of had that experience yet where you've kind of found like, oh, there's some continuity in like training or practicing sports or even just like you know, getting away from the the classroom atmosphere and just finding that, you know, sports make an impact. Have you, have you felt that yet? Yeah, definitely. So like, definitely like a lot of similarities between like sports and just um academics in general. And basically like something such as perseverance and you got to have like a strong interest in the academic subject in, in order to like, just always want to keep going, keep getting better. But like, yeah, back to what you said, like uh, about, treating sports as like a, a way outlet it's really important for you to think that okay instead of thinking okay i have to score a certain amount of points or i need to get this amount of this time or like this next meet or the next game instead of thinking that way um instead we should think about like how to how what's the best way to put this it's like just like having fun every day just like am i getting better instead of just like having objectives instead of goals i think now a question that I have for Asha is how can someone use self-care or practicing well-being in sports and using their training to improve their overall well-being? And maybe if you want to tell a story or talk about like a past experience with volleyball um, or netball and just, I guess, do you have any like advice or like past, past learning experiences? Well, I really like what Chang had said that you should have objectives and stuff like that. That was like a really good point. You shouldn't like the thing about sports is you should set your goals and try and achieve them. But sometimes you fall short and that's okay. As long as you're like putting in all that effort and working hard and doing and making sure you still have like the love for it because sometimes it really does kind of get hard and like does take a toll and you kind of lose like the love that you initially had because it is 
it's like a lot to play a sport (laughs) like it is so I really feel like as long as you keep your mind on just making sure you're bettering yourself and getting better in what you love it it just makes the sport all that much more fun and like worthwhile yes no I I definitely agree and uh, I love when you said like focusing like on the the mental side and you know training your mind to kind of like understand how you interpret your goals and how you like measure your goals because I think that so often you know if we um, are only focusing on the outcome or, or only focusing on like some type of like quantifiable like achievement you know whether it be like a, you know PR in practice or like you know maybe you you know, want to get a certain um, ranking at like the next meet or the next match, you know, like that's, that's definitely something that's good and it's healthy to to have and focus on. But I think that when we really step back and understand like, okay, we can, um, we can use our mind to be, I'm, I'm laughing now because like, there's this thing going on um, for all our Gen Z listeners, like, the athletic weapon you can be your academic and athletic weapon (laughs) but um you know we can use our mind to do that and I think that like you know we we shouldn't necessarily like disregard the importance of you know practicing like mental well-being and like you know whether it's like reflecting visualizing or just you know spending time not thinking about all the things that we need to do you know like I mean sometimes it can be very overwhelming just all the things that I need to focus or work on or just all of the pressures that I might put on myself or that I might feel in like a different you know athletic environment so I'm like looking forward to really you know spending some time with the water and just like being with the water that's really important to me and I think that establishing that that intimacy within your sport with you know the environment that you're in is a really big step forward and um, Asha, I don't know if you've kind of experienced that before, but like, have you ever just like been kind of in the environment of your, of your sport, whether it's just like on the court in volleyball or in netball and just, just being there with the sport? Oh, wow. That's <laughs> um, I don't know, like really, I'd say for like netball, I started very young. Like it was just a thing that I did for like PE and then as I continued through like school I actually really enjoyed it and I started playing it for like my school and going to those little games and stuff like that I really felt I don't know it's just like kind of rewarding to just you know know that you're playing for you know your school or if like for a club or something it just it's a rewarding feeling especially like if you do well and just moments like that whenever I get to like play a game or anything it's just it's like a good feeling especially when you love what you're doing it's just like a really fun feeling and yes yeah I really did like cherish those moments especially since I was like kind of young it was like really special I guess yeah yeah I could totally see like that perspective I'm really I'm really glad you brought that up because it reminds me of um one particular phrase that my coach has been using a lot and it's that like you know this the sport and being on this team is a privilege and I think that like when we focus on our participation in athletics and you know shaping our you know athletic mindset in that way of that like it is a privilege to you know be um you know physically capable of like 
you know, meeting these goals. I think that's just really special. And I think that's something to, um, you know, we can remind ourselves of. And um, just regarding like that, that feeling, I know Asha just mentioned, like, being around the team, being in that environment, having that, like, expectation of, like, you know, this is, like, I'm, I'm playing for something greater than myself, like, that can be an outlet for, you know, feeling that satisfaction reward of, you know, that, that well-being um, aspect. Do you, do you feel that way um, in terms of like being with a team or just being by yourself? Like how do you, how do you best feel that? I guess like just in, in general, I kind of just like very, I don't know what's the best way to describe it, but just like very appreciative. Uh, my mm. team also like, uh, so in, if it's like individual sports, because I play go home basketball, there's definitely quite a bit of difference you know, between two sports. One focus on a lot of individual side of things the other focus on like a team aspect so like one in basketball let's say you're in a team sport or the soccer or any other team sports i think we can just use like idea that we mentioned earlier is that don't quantify your achievements like you know just a look at what you did well so like for example some pro athletes like such as on the basketball team i think like draymond green for the basketball for the golden state warriors he doesn't necessarily score the most amount of points or get most amount of rebounds, but he does do like a little thing such as like diving on a loose ball and then just setting screens for his teammates for his for others to score. They do like this little things well, so that you can that and can help the team win. Also, just like that's what you need to realize, and that's kind of counts as achievement as well. And for the individual sports such as golf, tennis. Um, also sounds like badminton, ping pong, like uh, these kind of sports, you can also do the same thing. Like instead of, I just use golf as a easy example. So like, let's say today I just, uh, instead of saying like, okay, I shoot worse than last time, I shoot a worse score. We can think about, okay, today my ball striking was good or today my putting's good. So like, yeah, so definitely the, having an idea like, just really appreciative of what is happening because everything happens for a reason. So like being able to see that perspective is really important for you to like, uh, be happy while playing the sport. Yeah, indeed, everything does happen for a reason. I think that also allows us to see like a very holistic view of our athletic journey. And I think, you know, it's also really important for us to validate ourselves and find ourselves valuable in a team environment because oftentimes, um, you know, course sports can get intense and competitive as we mentioned, which of course have their upsides, but um, at the same time that can also maybe invalidate your own um, goals or, or maybe just like how you're feeling in, in terms of being um, an integral part of the team. But um, we can assure you as co-hosts, we've, we've definitely had the experience Asha, I'm sure you've had the experience that like everyone does hold value in a team and like they all find their ways of like expressing their love and their passion for their sport. So, um, you know, it's also like honoring and respecting like some people's, you know, reasons, like their why to swim, at least, you know, in my in my experience, like everyone's is so different, but we can all like support and get behind, um, you know, our collective whys. And I think that it's like super cool to just see like, that you know well-being and and self-care and just like bettering ourselves as people is so like vastly different across you know all different types of um, athletic identities but it can all be you know 
collectively unified into a really awesome team. You know, I'm, I'm definitely seeing that now because like my, you know, collegiate team is definitely very much like team oriented. Like we do a lot of different activities together. We do a lot of, you know, like team meetings where we're, we're really rallying around like a centralized goal. And I know that like everyone has come from very diverse backgrounds and, you know, especially like, I mean, coming from like the Midwest and then just like coming and, and seeing like even just um, geographically, you know, where, where people are coming from and, you know, how that might shape their lens of the sport. Like that's, that's kind of interesting. But then if you delve deeper, you know, it's, there's like a technical side, there's like just the side of like, you know, how much passion someone has about the sport. It's really cool. It's really cool to see. So I think um, the last part that I just really want to touch on is probably something that a lot of um, listeners are wondering, and that's just the advice part, because I think that it's really easy to learn and, and talk with, you know, co-hosts or just listen to um, different uh, student athletes, you know, uh, across the, um, across the web, but it's important to also, you know, get, gain some um, advice and, and learning um, some tips. So we should probably give the audience a little bit of advice. So I would say um, that I don't know if like Chang, do you want to just start out with like how our athletes listening can really like tap into improving their, their sport to be an outlet for wellness and self-care? Yeah, for sure. So like, um, I got to do a little like connection with some of the things I'm learning in class. I'm currently like taking like a like class on Buddhism, and one mm. of the main influences from Buddhism is like is a Chinese influence from the Tao, like Taoism, which is which is their idea is to focus on the way and nature. So basically, it means like you're not forcing anything; you're just letting things happen. Like that, you're not trying to. Oh, I'm just uh, let's say for back to sports, for example, like for basketball, it's not like oh, I have to get twenty points every game, or like. I want, or I for I have to, or I swimming, or just in general, I will have to get this time. You say just letting it happen, and then if it's like a bad day, I was like, okay, let's look at it. Let's look at a different side. What I did well, what I need to improve on, and I really like, yeah. Despite some controversies around this person, uh, Jake Paul once said, uh, uh, now boxer, so like, yeah, fairly <laughs> oh controversial. But like, what's <laughs> one quote I think is pretty good? It's mm -hmm. like. You either win or learn. So like, yeah. You know, so basically, you just treat every loss like they're not really losses. They're just like a learning experience for you to get better next time. I understand it's a very yes. controversial example. Maybe yes, shouldn't even no. use it, but like, yeah. Um, yeah, I I think that it's funny um, that you use that example. But I mean, yes, the the words like do hold merit in that you know you're not necessarily failing if you take something out of it so I mean sometimes like practicing wellness and self-care can only be looked at as like when you experience success or when you experience those like really amazing moments in your sport but it doesn't have to be like you can still find a lot of like self-acceptance validation you know like pride in your like physical ability and failures you know because you can you can learn a lot from them and I think that it also it really shapes you moving forward and it, and it also like really puts a lot of um 
responsibility and accountability in the athlete when you fail because like I mean then you you kind of understand like this is this is my sport this is for me so I at least think that it it you gain a lot more independence with your sport um and Asha I think um there's probably a lot to take away from just like the different things that you've experienced in terms of you know being on your team being you know a like very valuable component um with playing for your school and everything so we just give advice about like you know remaining um with a holistic view on your sport just understanding like you know the the little things are important getting better and better every day um acknowledging our failures as a way for self self-care and well-being but is there is there also another way that you're thinking well i'd like to just like kind of add as well like personally I'll give like a personal experience um uh the first time that like I was like always kind of when I just started in high school playing netball I like obviously they had senior members they would be the first to go on the court and I remember like the first time that like the coach pointed at me and was like okay you can go on and play I was like me oh my gosh like yes it's just like there are moments that are just very rewarding and I feel like you can always just focus on those moments. And also, even if it hasn't happened yet, you know that it's coming as long as you keep your mind to Ooh, it. That's a really good, and like, a really good point. Breaking towards it, like your time will definitely be there. Because as you both said, like every person who plays on a team or in a club has like a value. And your time to be like on the court or like on the field will be there. And it's going to be like worth it. You know, you might not do your best or you might not be like the star player, but it's like your beginning and you get to just build up from that. So, yeah, yeah that's a that's a really good point. I was just I was thinking about like, you know, what you were saying with the, um, you know, like how rewarding that was and just like being able to be a hopeful athlete, I think just shows a mature athlete. You know, when you're able to really say, like, I am trusting in the work that I'm doing I'm validating the feelings and experiences that I might have with my sport and if you take that as a means for building your you know athletic craft at and using using those things as a strength I think that that just shows a really outstanding athlete just just all in general um so yeah those were some really great points I'm going to try to like finish it off in a way that is memorable for our audience so I think overall, just just aside from what um, was said already, I think that self-care and well-being, again, is diverse, it's individualized, and it's for you when it comes to your sport. So I think that honestly, just reminding yourself that um, you you have access to the sport, whether it, you're in a brand new environment, you're in you know an uncomfortable position, just whether you're in training or you're in, um, you know, competition or something, you know, you might, you might experience some, some rough patches, but that is ultimately, you know, you can always come back to the root of your sport. You can always be with, uh, in my case, the water, you can always, you know, just enjoy just the presence of, you know, being, being an athlete, being in your sport. And I think that like, just 
just that in itself, I think that's as simple as it gets. And, you know, that's how you can best understand, you know, where you find happiness in the sport. Yeah. So I think that was a really, really good start to climb back from, you know, a break, getting, getting adjusted to the college life. We're really supportive um, of our audience as well. And we're very thankful for, um, you know, our audience members keeping up with our podcast um, episodes and, you know, learning a little bit more, um, even, even when we're not as active. Um, thank you for bearing with us as you um, understand our journeys as well. So we just want to thank you for that, of course. And, um, you know, it's, again, a really cool opportunity to be able to, you know, talk to student athletes here, you know, you get to, in college, you get to meet so many different, um, different people, different athletes. So I want to thank Asha for her time and being able to you know, talk with me and with Chang as well. Um, I think that she had a lot of valuable things to say. So clapping for that. Um, thank you. Of course. Oh, for like having me and letting me share. It was really fun. Really fun. Of course. And Chang, is there anything that the audience should be doing right away as they leave this episode <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um let's see can i get everything i am doing one try because it's been a while it's <laughs> been a while you can do it so i uh, so first of all if you haven't already check us on, on spotify um also we're also available on apple music as well and in addition i sometimes we will not be able to post episodes however we are very active on instagram uh, we at least uh, one post per week, sometimes one more. So uh, if you have already, our yeah, our Instagram is a fundamental podcast. And uh, if you have some any ideas uh, you want us to discuss or you have anything like uh, if you want to be a, a guest on the episode, um, just uh, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. Now you must look at our website. So just talk to us, reach out to us. We'll make sure to make that happen. And yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, you did did an awesome job. I feel like you you covered everything. So, um, definitely check out past episodes because like we always want to plug those. That's the only thing that I can think of. But other than that, we're very um, excited to continue um, our filming and recording of of these episodes. And until the next episode, we will see you guys next time. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you.